BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Andrea, you you just belched a Barney from The Simpsons <laughs> level. That was beautiful. I it am was, a belch. You know, you got You have to like get it out before we mm-hmm. hit record. <laughs> yep. And I just slammed my kneecap on my desk somehow, which reminds me of when you run into the low boy behind the hot bar mm-hmm. when just a classic service industry injury oh yeah and then just back to the the memories of me just burping it out before i walk up to my tables and greet them (laughs) truly truly you were like okay i need to empty myself of all my fluids and air you know Uh and sometimes you don't succeed that's what walk-ins are for baby i know i know Welcome to Sidework Podcast in the 2022. Brooke, hello. Uh, that's hi, hi, hi. <laughs> I'm I'm not improved in any way. Oh, I mean, who gives a fuck? I know who <laughs> gives a fuck. Truth. Truly, it's just like you're sitting here going like resolutions. Okay, I I resolve to survive a little bit longer and then hopefully fucking move forward when you can actually make a resolution because life will have calmed the fuck down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No judgment. No judgment if you are like, you know, resolutions can be small and they can be controllable. Don't get me wrong. But right now I'm like, I just want to like, I resolve to only a few days of feeling sad Dude, and cut off from the world. I woke up on New Year's Day feeling so sorry for myself. Oh, just really? Like I was just like shitty mood, all holiday plans completely fucking dissolved. You came over, which was lovely. And, you know, and it's also just like I didn't drink much, but I still had that like two glasses of sparkling at midnight, which always makes me feel like shit right right because right I've been before bed something yes. else and so I got up and I was like okay I think I feel good but then I was like rot row I don't know if I do feel good and you know what I did the sun was shining which was lovely I microdosed and went for a big walk and I yeah. felt that I was like I feel great what a great decision and like I let my words out and I like looked at Brian and I was like this is nobody's fault like I feel sorry for myself it's out of our control. It's nobody's fucking fault. Like, and I just, I was like, let's go home and watch Succession now. Like, we've Thank done you, our- right? <laughs> we we did our thing, and and again, it's like, uh, it's nobody's fault. And all you can do is after you get down, which you're allowed to, mm-hmm. uh, is just just do your best to get up again. Because mm-hmm. that was me. I was kind of busy and had a good walk on Saturday. I did not have the uh, I didn't feel bad because I barely drank because mm-hmm. I was driving to see you. And uh, Sunday was my emotional apocalypse because uh, yeah. I I was taking down the tree and I was like, didn't have any dinners. Literally, it was you. <laughs> And Brian, who were my two times, like my big holiday plans that worked out. And it was really, really fun. Um, yeah, you got we some, had other some delicious short ribs tacos in your, oh, yeah. in your gullet. We had some we had some in between things that we had hoped to do that yeah. were going to be larger parties. And those just fell apart. And it's all good. And, you know, I just 
I had the I'm I feel sorry for myself Sunday and then just was like, I'm expressing, I'm expressing. All right, I'm gonna shake it off. And then I woke up, went back to work on Monday and was just like, you know what? I'm happy to be back. I'm yeah, grateful. I, All the things. You know, I was even thinking too. I was like, on Monday, I was like, oh, like I because I finally packed up Christmas like this week, like the tree went down today. I like the glow. I want to look at Your it a little longer. Your house is so cozy. <laughs> it's it's a really good cozy Christmas house. Yeah. So I, I, I took it down today, but I was just like on Monday, I was like, I'm ready for normal Christmas now. That was just a joke, right, guys? Um. <laughs> And I kind of for a few minutes was just like, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> it was just a prank. And we can have normal Christmas now. But then I, you know, quickly realized reality and was like, it's fine. Take it down and everything will be much better. Because th- then you could have normal Christmas and hope for it in 365 days. You know? There we go. Something to look forward to. <laughs> totally. Totally oh my something God. to look forward to. Um, but I don't know. You know, you know this, but I'm going to say it out loud. I've We have this great um, website, which you introduced me to, called sick.org. If you guys don't know mm-hmm. about it, it's here. And it's, I don't know. I have to look and see where else, where else it is. It's somewhere else in the country. Um, but they deliver PCR and rapid tests to your front door. And you can take them. They're either, they're either free or a small fee, depending on how backed up they are. So they're currently bonkers busy, you know, because shit's cray. Um, and so I've been in this queue because that you have to you have to take your test like via teleconference in front of a physician or they deem it invalid. So I was in a queue for like two and a half hours, started at like 150 down to four. And then all of a sudden I got kicked out of the queue. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like number 100 again. I'm currently at 32. So you guys, this is happening live guys, right now. I'm in a this queue. Is <laughs> in a queue, there might be live nasal swabbing. <laughs> yeah, there will be. I'll come back sniffly for sure. But I just feel like me being like stuck in the queue and then like bounce to the end again is a perfect fucking metaphor for how the holidays went. It's like, I think yeah. we're almost there. We're going to do it. We're going to hang out. We're going to do it. And then it was like, no, fuck wad. Get in the back of the line. Nothing for you. Like, that's how I feel. But it's okay. I recognize nah, it. I know. I accept it. We're all good. Just fucking move forward. That's all we can do. Just keep moving forward. It, it is what it is. Like, I, I think we, gosh, we're so, it's just goddamn beating a goddamn horse. We're going on two years, baby. Um, <laughs> I think we have had at this point, there will have been more abnormal years of the podcast uh-huh. than I know. non-COVID. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and who fucking would have thought, right? To be like, whoa, you know, like we've known each other for almost 20 years and we made a table together a million years ago and then and then for many, many years and created this podcast because we wanted to like give back and then a pandemic hits and who fucking knew, you know? <laughs> I'm this telling you, I, I am in the right timeline. I am <laughs> in the right, the right. We're in the right timeline. It's we're in the right time. I will. I'm not gonna lie though. I have always felt like like just it's and it's not a complaint. I don't mean to seem because I've had really you know like I'm I I love my life. There are just things that like everything feels off by a few decades uh-huh. sometimes for me or it's a very deja vu feeling because I do believe you know I, I'm sure I've lived other lives and been other people mm-hmm. and have strong deja vu but there is sometimes like 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 am I supposed to be right here right now because this sometimes fits like a sweater that I fucking shrunk in the dryer <laughs> like this life of mine you know somebody just told me that 1982 uh, called is is that where I'm supposed to be <laughs> oh it's an insult with my wardrobe okay got it oh and, oh okay and I told you to pass the depression back in quarantine and then obviously torrential downpour in Los Angeles which is not like regular rain I want to go on record it's not it's like a regular rain. Of rain like it's a it storm there I a used blizzard to laugh rain. and be like ha ha storm you guys are fucking dumb and and it's like, it's very real. It's very real. Very real. And the city and the landscape and the terrain is not equipped for it. Yeah. Like everything floods. It's really gross. And uh, I retreated deep, deep into the fantasy world of Outlander, which I told you. Oh, yeah, you did. 
did. You did. Oh, and where are you now? I, it's gotten, like I told you, and for anyone, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but for anyone who knows the show, knows that it's just these, these two are always getting into hijinks. It's like it's one, every time one of them And then leaves. just boning the, the whole way. Guys, if you are in the mood for beautiful, historical, um, beautiful like drama that also has fantasy yeah. elements, it's like pure it's about the erotica, I, right? I would say. And then yes, crazy like the boning is better than anything I ever saw in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is high class boning, and it's like for her pleasure because this is a female protagonist mm-hmm. show, educated and woman. Educated woman who's like, I'm going to get my nut and we're going to do the sex scenes in a way that would make any woman, you know, or woman identifying who was like, who's like, yeah, this is this is how I want the sex you're watching. I, I wanked a little bit when it was like I stayed up. I stayed up really yeah, late on the couch. Totally. One night. It's a wank show. It's a lady wank show. I was for like, sure. what the fuck? No, no, I no. I no. never wanked. It's, I it's never a wanked. lady wank inducer for reals. Damn. Anyways, guys, a great indulgence if if maybe you, you caught the vid and are stuck for a few days and want to just like check out, <laughs> flick the bean while you're watching a Scottish guy constantly. We, we have to get you back to the rocks of Crab Rangoon. Yeah, she, you know, yeah. she did. She walked through some rocks and she got boned real hard way back in the day. Oh, anyway, God. I can't wait to like further your journey with this and see where it takes you. Cause things yeah. get a, I'm not, I'm not going to say No, anything. I'm, I'm getting into season two and I'm already, I already have some grievances uh, <sighs> about it. I found some plot holes that I screamed out loud to Sean <laughs> And I and he was like, I haven't watched any of it. I'm like, you need to listen to me. This You're is like, what, you know, oh, I'm supposed to wank to this now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to wank to that this plot hole. Yeah. Ah, yep. Anyways, I know rats. Rats. Of, um, we'll get there in a minute. Uh, guys, we, we're going to be running a beautiful lo-fi. Listen, if you haven't figured it out. Lo-Fi is partnered with us. Mm-hmm. Aperitif's a beautiful brand that we honestly feel legit about. Mm-hmm. This isn't just shilling. It's like a personal relationship with someone we think is a badass working for a product that we think is badass. Like super and- versatile. I love every every drink we've made. Every yes. single drink. Yes. I'm like, that's my new favorite drink. Um, yeah. You and again, you get into the dry stuff. And our, our big joke was like, okay, dry January, meh. We don't really like that for the service industry because it's terrible for your checks. <laughs> uh so Victoria once again dropped by with Lo-Fi to present to us a dry-ish January with their twist, which is putting uh making low ABV drinks with dry vermouth. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's check in with Victoria real quick. Guys, it's 2022. We did it. We made it. Here we are. We did it. And we also have another drop by with Lo-Fi Victoria Candy, our favorite bartender and ambassador to Lo-Fi Aperitifs is here. Hello. Hello. And you are going to talk to us today about not necessarily like going dry in January, like so many people do, but dry-ish in January. Exactly. Yeah, there's a couple reasons for that. We'll mm-hmm. see if you get it. Okay. Uh, one being dry January is a theme. Hello, we're going to do low ABV drinks. So this is just dryish. But the other yes. reason, <laughs> we're still drinking. Yeah, yeah. The other reason is because we're using lo fi dry. Ah, lo fi dry, dry vermouth. I knew you guys would get it. I knew it. I knew it. In the know. Yeah, so one of my favorite drinks of all time is the G&T. So simple. Gin and tonic. So good, right? So simple and so good. Um, my other favorite drink of all time is the V&T because what I like to call lo-fi dry is basically the low ABV gin replacement. Nice. So what we're doing is we're taking lo-fi dry in place of the gin, like I mentioned. So two ounces of that. We're going to put it in any glass that you want with ice. You're going to top it with Fever Tree Mediterranean Tonic, which is is one of my favorite tonics ever. It is uh, really light, low on the quinine, and there is bursts of 
thyme and rosemary in it, which I think is really interesting so and really great. Yum. They really do make a great product that pairs mm-hmm. just kind of perfectly with lo-fi, I have to say. Yeah. So then in your glass, we're going to do Garnish Game Strong with a sprig of thyme, a sprig of rosemary, and the lemon wheel. So you'll get all of the aromatics that you find in the tonic, and plus your drinker will look baller. Top resolution for Andrea, Garnish Game Strong. Oh my God, right? Cocktail, not so strong. Oh, she did it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. air horn. Yeah, yeah. Victoria, thank you so much for (laughs) dropping by with Lo-Fi. Happy New Year to you guys. Oh, I can't wait to get dry. I'm going to go get dry right now. Yeah, I don't know. It it is funny. Everyone does talk about dry January. We've touched, you know, we've touched on the topic a couple times now. Uh, this time of year on the podcast. And for me, it's more like ramp it down mm-hmm. from full throttle yeah. eggnog and bourbon totally. January. You can't help not, yeah. It's like the tree's down, all the cheese in the house is gone. You know, <laughs> like you've drank all the drinks. You can't help but like kind of go cleaner because you already consumed everything in sight, you know? I I I got rid of all the offenders. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I shoved them all in my face, and the, you know I ate your beautiful toffee. I took down two jugs of nog. I got Sean into it even. And you're like, just the fact alone that I'm not drinking sugar fat and like three egg yolks oh in a glass God. with bourbon is already a step in the right direction. I was like, why do my sinuses hurt? And I was like, oh. Everything I've eaten today has dairy in it. Like, <laughs> I know, mm, or sugar. Was, I mean, or both. So yeah, it makes sense that we would like we 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 have to like you know calm it down. But I also am the kind of person that's just like, look, I'm a fucking human being, adult person, and I've never as much as like resolutions and people are like, I'm doing this, I'm quitting that, I'm blah. I'm like. I'm a realistic bitch, you know, like, well, it's not sustainable. And that, you know, for me, it's like I chose days of sobriety or near sobriety well before January, which to me, I I was just like, shit is real. It's crazy. I'm a little bit scared. I'm depressed. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit with it instead of checking out. Yeah. But this (laughs) is also just like a fun, be like, I just love the idea that you can like, it's so versatile, especially. Oh. Like tonic and situation, tonic situation with all the different accoutrements you can like plop into that glass. And that's the thing that I realized too about like, you know, uh, when you're like, listen, I don't really need the buzz or the hangover the next day, but what I do crave as as an adult, like it's a tasting, like I love like a really nice, like um, just a good dry, fizzy with some bitter spirit, mm-hmm. you know, sort of taste to it. And and um, like that whole God, there's this other thing. I forget. It's a can called Bitters and Sodas, which is a mixer. Mm, you can drink I know what you're it on about. its own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is medicinal. It is strong, but it gives you the feels. Somebody just gave me a hot tip. Okay. It's actually Sita, because I saw her. Our friend oh, Sita. Yeah. Swedish bitters are supposed okay. to be like incredible immune system boosters, like preventatives. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Listen, we are also healers, a.k.a. we are Claire from Outlander. <laughs> uh, people mm-hmm. people take your advice about oregano oil, mm-hmm. and now we will we will try some Swedish bitters I'm and gonna get back to you all. I'm going to order up some Swedish bitters. Um, if, it, if they come in the form of Swedish fish, I'm all in. Um, but <laughs> I'm ready. I'm like anything to boost the, the immune system. Um, so I'm 25th in the queue. I'm just giving a live update. Okay, got I'm She's currently 25. 25 in the queue. Woo-hoo. You know, today's show is going to be some headlines and some just like catching up with some really important breaking news mm-hmm. along with a live stream of Andrea potentially swabbing her <laughs> fucking nose live on <laughs> side work podcast. Uh, headlines on headlines on headlines though, guys, we thought, if anything, you know, with uh, what tomorrow? Why tomorrow's the anniversary of a little insurrection? Let's like not talk about Ugh, that. We're not going there. We're not going there. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're not going there. Don't care. Don't um, care. These headlines we found are incredible. Brooke, do you want to start us off with this first one? Oh, absolutely. So this one caught my eye actually uh, about a week ago when I think it 
It might, no, it actually might be about two weeks old. It was kind of making the round, but I also feel like every headline was Omicron. So this, you guys might have slept on this one. Um, so basically, there was a weird sort of intentional Airbnb catfish type of situation where this girl rented an Airbnb that was part of, I, I think these are hotel rooms because this is now a thing that happens. Hotels will, if they don't fill up in the traditional way, will put hotel rooms on Airbnb. Did you know that? Yes. It, so it's a practice that's legal. It's not weird. But so there were, you know, obviously in a hotel, all the rooms are going to have consistency, look the same. If you see one picture of a room, you can expect this is what I'm going to get. So she booked this room in, I think it was mid Midtown Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And in the picture she saw of the space, you open the windows to look out on, hey, beautiful, hustling, bustling Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. The, the curtains were drawn. She checked in, got all comfy, settled in, rolled up the fucking shades, and it was a window looking directly into a restaurant <laughs> in Manhattan <laughs> with two people unaware, like having a conversation and eating sushi in front of her because it turns out it's a two-way mirror. So they... <laughs> Or those windows where for her, like it looked just sort of like glossed over kind of reflective surface that the diners were sitting in front of unaware (laughs) that someone was renting a room and they were sitting there going, what the fuck is going on right now? They got so scared that they turned like the light out in the room. This went viral on TikTok Uh -uh. and she said, what the fuck am I looking at? (laughs) So the room opened into a purposely... Like, like, so then she went downstairs into the restaurant and was investigating. She was like, oh my God, there they are. That's like the window to my room. But she didn't say anything yet, but she posted it then because it went viral on TikTok. The people who were sitting at the table found her and were like, it was us. (laughs) They messaged her. So then she went and talked to the restaurant. The window opens up. So then when she it's it's fucking crazy. But the Airbnb owners are claiming to be like, oh, we're sorry that your stay, you know, was like it's so weird because it's the people who rent it knew that they were doing something crazy right, weird. Right. But Air- Airbnb as the parent company has to be like, ah, they have to put out like every crazy fire because there are so many dangerous and weird, terrible situations totally. that and people have gotten into. It. Hurrying up with it from what I've heard, Airbnb. And this wasn't nefarious more than it was like, is this an episode of Black Mirror? What the fuck right, is going right. on? This is like full on a prank show situation. Exactly, which was, I mean, I was delighted. I would have been like, oh my God, this is the best thing that's ever happened. So I think the kitchen or the restaurant knows about it because she, when she went downstairs and cracked the window open, then the joke was the staff was handing me tequila shots oh, yeah, through my her, fucking her hotel window. Canyon was out there and like waved and then, yeah, they were like taking these tequila shots back to the room. And then when they were done, they just like put the empty glasses like out <laughs> on the table right outside the mirror. <laughs> It was like, okay, every little childish impulse and fantasy loving girl in me who's like, listen, Narnia exists through the wardrobe, you know, this to me is like more, you know, probably representative of my life where I'm like, oh, look at me. All I got was like a fucking restaurant through a window. Yeah, no, I mean, there's fantasies about it too. Like, remember when you were a kid and you would like, I would live in a mall, like that'd be the best thing in the world. Or like, what was the book where like the kids like hide out in the Smithsonian and live there, you know, like not night at museum, like the other one. Um, I'm got sure it. everybody will come Jungle at me. Jungle book. Come at me, guys. Tell me because I forgot. Jumanji. I would Google, but I'm in a queue. <laughs> She's in a queue. She can't leave the queue, you guys. But um, you guys check it out. It's it's if you didn't see it, basically, like, I guess the basically like. Hotel window opens into restaurant viral TikTok. Blah, oh, blah, yeah. Blah. So we should. It up. It's we will, so funny. We'll post that shit for sure. We should repost it. Yeah. If we ever go back on social media, <laughs> which we'll, we're going to try. The view was wonderful. So I'll take the next story, uh, sure. which is very fun coming out of Eater, who, of course, we adore. OK, so rats, which is one of our favorite topics of all time on this show. Rat group. chat. Rat chat rat is back. Chat. So the question is, are there more rats, Brooke, now 
than there were pre-pandemic. What do you think? Well, the article goes on to explain the phenomenon of why it seems well, like yeah, there but are I was le- just asking you legions to build up to. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes. No, I know. Basically, but that's what people think. People are seeing more rats because there's just more rats because we're outside eating outside and we're not we have changed our trajectory of how we do things which has then fucked with rats whole way of life. Their entire ecosystem was also disrupted yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah, 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 when yeah. restaurants shut down. It's a that's their goddamn down. It's a trickle right. down. Right. That's their meal ticket is like a fucking fat bag of garbage in an alleyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then restaurants were closed down. So then we didn't see rats for a little bit. Exactly. And then they had to, well, we did because they had to come up from the gutters to start looking for food elsewhere. Absolutely. So basically this article is saying that like, you know, they're more in your face than ever because everybody's outside. You know, you've got these parklets that are all kind of smell weird and funky now because there might just be some dead rats under them. And that's fucking life. Um, and I also I also like to refer to you in New York because I don't know how else to call it other than the milk puddles. They just it just everywhere in the streets in New York looks like puddles of milk. And you're like, I know it's not milk, but somehow it's milk morphed into milk. Milk-ish. I think like especially the back of the restaurants. I know it. it's just like all the stuff. It's like all this runoff from the kitchen, from the dishwater. I know I know the puddles you're talking about, and they fucking stink, and they hang yep. out by the grease dumpster. Oh, yeah, baby. That's where they hang out. And you know who oh, loves yeah. it there? Fucking rats love it there. Rats. But I think they're, and they're becoming more fierce. You know, we heard in the beginning of the pandemic that, like, you would see rats, like, fucking going to town in the middle of the street, like, 30, like those monkeys that we saw. Remember when we saw those crazy wild monkeys that would just, like, go attack any semblance of food rats are kind of like that right now um and and again um people are just have to fucking deal people are having to throw down lots of money on nice fancy dinners and have to be like well i guess there's gonna be mice and rats running over my feet the entire time i'm in here god it, it kills me like basically people were taking videos and obviously this has been going on for a while, but it's 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 sort of like culminated into an existential question where people are like, has the rat population strengthened or what is it? And the truth is something in between where it's just like, no, 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 it's you. We're lucky that we don't see as many rats as we usually do. Mm-hmm. And now they're up from the underground. You know, they're especially they're, they're during kind a plague. Of, you know what I mean? Are you? I mean, they belong here during a goddamn pandemic. Are you kidding me? This is where they shine, baby. And they like are doing split shifts between terrorizing you on the subway, like literally getting out of the train cars and making people jump, which is my favorite videos ever (laughs) that I ever watch. And then they're like, I thought I was done for the day, but now I got to go upstairs and I got to go fucking piss off some people in a parklet. And they just have to go where the food source is. That's just really like the thing. They're just like, well, I guess this is what I fucking do now. Um, But there has been talk that maybe because um, rat colonies have had so much stress put on them because available food sources have shifted and changed so much, it shook up their feeding patterns and has sent them out into the broad daylight of streets. Like you're saying, they're probably getting killed more, exposed to the elements more, and like not, there could be less rats out there. I mean, this, like the, like there's just a sentence, there's a paragraph in this article that's, it's like then as restaurants reopened and diners spilled into makeshift outdoor dining setups, food was once again plentiful and suddenly the rats were everywhere. This is like a child's book. Oh, that you no, read at night. The like rats were everywhere. Templeton, over feet, Charlotte's Web vibes real hard. right? Jumping now. out of bushes and popping up on every street where there was food to be eaten. <laughs> Rat yeah. colonies. Um, yes, I know. I feel like our 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 our, the, our our headlines today have real Pixar themes, in my opinion. This being the ratatouille of them. Um, this it's true, right? It starts. Oh God! And get ready. There's just even more. And Andrea, where, where what's your number? Where are you at? Have uh, you gone up twenty? Okay, it's this could happen during during the <laughs> fucking broad. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking just to linger and make sure you get COVID tested live on air. Live on air. Side work podcast. Let, let um, it be known I don't have any symptoms. I'm just weekly testing yeah. to do my part. Um, 
because I am literally face to face with the public as a job. Yep. She's um, conscientious. Um, but that's yes. that's amazing, though. You know, we love a good rat headline over here. Um, man, it makes me make makes me miss New York. You know. Well, there's plenty of rats here, Brooke. Is that there's plenty of rats in LA, and I think they you are. don't see there's, them, and they're just out. There's roofing rats for yeah. sure. I see them on the roof and on the top of my fence a lot. Mm-hmm. You're you like, know? is that a cat? No, it's a fucking rat, oh. dude. Oh what? shit, they're huge. Yeah. 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 I mean, I remember when I first moved here, it wasn't like the rats I saw. I was like, I remember seeing the biggest cockroach I've ever seen in my entire life, just with my eyes, other than like at the zoo, like the big, you know what I mean? But I was like, what the actual fuck? And the big ones like aren't as dangerous, right? It's the little guys you have to watch out for. But I remember I was I was in Silver Lake and I was just, I had parked and I was like meeting everybody at the, what is the Mexican restaurant? We used to go to the back and it's gone now by the, they, they, tore it down and built like a Scientology building. Oh my God, please remember the name because it's been killing me. I'll remember. I gotta think. I know. We went there like all, yeah, it was where everybody would when go When we and first drink moved cheap here. Margaritas and smoke cigarettes on the back patio. It, um, But are we, please, we're meeting we have to there. Ask. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, is that a fucking six inch, five inch long cockroach? Just like, da, 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 da. Real Bugs Life, teeting another Pixar <laughs> mention, but yeah, I was that was my version of, of of an LA rat, in my opinion, is huge cockroaches. Wow. wow, but let's let's ask. I think like Mitch would be someone. Jocelyn to ask. will know. Jocelyn will know. Jocelyn will know, and because that's when I really like like us meeting back there with our friends who'd been in LA, and I was like, guys, we did it. Mm-hmm. We moved to fucking Los Angeles mm-hmm. and look at us hanging out in like a local Silver Lake fucking Hollywood adjacent bar. I know. Bar, that's when I was like, I it. guess I just drink tequila now? Like everybody else? And I, lo- <laughs> I, I was I was crestfallen when I was like, but this is like a place that I would terrorize for years. Oh, yeah. And yep, we only got like a few months with it and I then know. it shut down. Such a bummer. Boo. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Next headline. Also from Eater, because they're the shit. Um, the future of food. Here we go. Yes. The future is now. And the future is drones dropping fast food at your door, you guys. Um, we, we've entered the Wally portion, in my opinion, of the Pixar theme. <laughs> and you know, you know that we love this topic. Um, this is a conference that recently happened in Las Vegas called the Food on Demand <laughs> Conference, um, which I'm guessing was filled with nerds mm-hmm. um and it's this big conference that happens in is it called the bellagio is yeah, that how you say bellagio, it yeah. okay bellagio have you never been to bellagio i've never been to vegas what? i don't intend to girl we'll uh, see i would go with friends if we agreed yeah. to make fun of it you all got, we're allowed to, to do is like make once. fun of it we go see magic mike oh god let's do it no i i with the right group, I would probably have a fucking Brooke, riot. There's an insane neon museum downtown, and it it's all the old signage from Vegas. Like it's a bone, the boneyard, the Vegas boneyard, cool. like the neon sign boneyard, and it's fucking incredible. And at night, it lights up like you would flip your shit. Downtown's great. There's tiki there bars, are, yes. like crazy. Anyways, I had been okay. Please. Throw me this bone, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been warming up to the idea of it. And then when the pandemic hit, you're like, that is the most nightmarish place yeah, on yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah. No, you no, can't no, go no. there. Everything is indoors and everything is, you yeah, know, you're it's putting, a lot. It's a lot. It's right a lot. Now. Yeah. So when, when things uh, feel better and are safer, I would absolutely finally in my 40s be ready to give vegas a chance and then like and then you're suddenly like she never came back guys yeah she never fucking came back she 
Yeah. Was avoiding her destiny all this time. And honestly, 36 hours. That's all you need in that town. You show up in the yeah. afternoon, you hit, you do your thing, you sleep, you do it again, you go home. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, two sleeps. Bye. That's how Vegas two should be. Two sleeps. That's cute. Um. Well, long story short, you know, uh, I this this article is so funny because you know, at a conference in Vegas that you would expect, you know, with the title Food on Demand, that it would just be robots everywhere, Roombas that spit chicken nuggets at you. Like every, everything we've like, like fantasized and joked about or have covered in different headlines we've seen. Basically, the whole thing was like, never leave your home again sort of shit. And it was like, Drones are the future, and El Pollo Loco has partnered with a drone company, and right now they've done 500 successful drone deliveries, and North Carolina is the testing ground right now. If you live in NC and you have had El Pollo Loco delivered to you via a drone, get at us. (laughs) My My brother lives there. I might be like, bro. Could you just just for us? Do you mind? Take one for the team, bro. Um, But it's introducing Air Loco from El Pollo Loco. The first national restaurant to deliver by air was the big presentation. Wow. This is the hilarious thing, though. Okay. The drones can't deliver to apartments. They cannot fly in the rain or in high winds. But if you live in the suburbs within two miles of an ordering location and the weather is perfect... (laughs) You could order food or groceries and it will get to your home in about five minutes, which to them is faster and fresher. And they're like, what a bold future. I really see the commercial for this where it's like someone's like, oh, my, I'm hungry. My my stomach is grumbling. And they walk outside and they lick their finger and hold it it up in the air to test the wind. And they're like, it's drone time, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if there's a minimum or on the order. I wonder. Right, right. But you know, but but drones don't <laughs> drones don't need to be tipped. These goddamn people demanding right. a fucking dignified wage. Right. Uh, get ready, you're being replaced with a drone delivery drivers. Yeah. But this this to me is fucking crazy, hilarious, unnecessary. I. Are we really so certain? Are we that pessimistic that the pandemic has pushed us into these people who are like, everything delivered at my doorstep and I don't ever want to go out and fraternize a goddamn downtown area again. I don't, I know this is for a small subsect where maybe it could be really useful, but not for the people we're thinking of. Like, yeah, fucking have medication delivered by drone to people who are elderly, who are having, you know, but like for anyone who's able-bodied, like what the fucking fuck? I mean, I yeah, I I agree, and I I think this is just the answer to how to eliminate jobs. Like, I mean, that's what I see more than anything is like, and, oh, food costs are up. Oh, we actually people are going to be barking. They want to get paid a living fucking wage. Well, let's just replace them with machines. You know, that's what I see. You know, and it's just like I am so sorry, but people like it's a pastime to shoot drones out of the air with guns yeah if you were yeah, like, yeah. i see that a, for sure i was like pull like <laughs> if i knew i was under a flight path of drones that have delicious food and, and medicine i would 100 shoot it down into my that's yard. some hunger um, game shit right there too just like just like the bing bing and like a little soft taco gets gently placed into your hands you know <laughs> Can you imagine if they were like, you did the cause, you forgot my fucking hot sauce. Just like screaming up to the sky. Like, did they resend a drone to deliver the hot sauce? Like, how does that work? (laughs) Does the drone have like a hot sauce chamber and you hold a bowl and it just like, uh, push one for hot sauce and then you just it like shits hot sauce into a little bowl for you. I'm I'm more in the mind that like it shoots sort of laser beam style hot sauce at you to get you to run inside and away. Did you from say it. laser beans or did you say laser? Laser. Be- <laughs> I like 
I really like the imagery of laser beams, uh-huh. but I did say laser beam. Uh-huh. I, f- I mean, I feel, I'm starving I because I've been in the queue for hours and you're not supposed to eat. <laughs> <gasps> Fuck. Okay, what number are you? I'm 15. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, is we'll amazing. see if it fucks me again. I mean, I'm so glad this thing exists and I can do it. I'm not mad. It's just, it's the premise. It's just the fucking principle of it, you know? I'm glad it exists. I'm happy I live in a world where it's possible. Speaking of fucking drones, someone delivered a PCR test and I talked to a a person on a screen. Like, the future is now, guys, you know? I'm not mad at it. It's just annoying. (laughs) But I am. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't know. This is just like when I I hear about... (laughs) When I hear about your takeout being delivered by a flying robot, I'm like, guys, let's just take a pause. Everyone learn a few basic cooking skills. There is, you can guarantee that it's going to be hot, uh, delicious. Like, just learn how to cook. If you are depending on a fucking flying robot. Totally. Totally. And you know there's going to be, like, so many bags that'll be like, there's fucking bird shit on my bag. (laughs) <laughs> or you see like hawks like take like El Pollo Loco bags out of the sky like Wah! like snatch like, snatch there were about six hawks circling my yard yesterday and my coworkers were we were doing like a shoot over here and everyone was like Jesus Christ what's up and I was just like I don't know maybe their food supply is short right now too I have no idea they're about they, you, you don't think some fucking California hawks eagles owls and falcons are not gonna fight some drones <laughs> And take your goddamn chalupas. You are wrong. <laughs> Talk about fucking up the ecosystem. You Truly. start putting the flying food in the air and it's all going to be fucked. Well, guys, uh, your commitment to not sending server submitting, submitting sto- submitted stories <laughs> is breathtaking. You guys, are doing, you guys are really. You guys are doing the work by not doing the work. <laughs> I mean, we asked and you de- you didn't deliver, which is what we asked. So <laughs> we did this to ourselves. It's true. Um, but we do have a really uh, sweet message that was sent to us. I do want to shout them out only because it makes us look like the kind hearted big sisters. We hope to feel like we are to you. All right. So Cameron. Cam3787, they gave us a message, sent it our way. They went on to say, hi, girls. I listen to your podcast all the time. I start my day off with them when there's a new one. I crack up all the flipping time. I want to say you guys gave me the hope and courage to go to culinary school. What? I know. I started in the beginning of 2020, and I'm so proud to say I graduated two weeks ago. I used to work front of house growing up in high school and during community college. Love you guys. Oh, my God. We have molded young minds. (laughs) You poor, poor things. But we did it. That's amazing. Cameron. Yeah, thank you so much for that message, Cameron. Like, we, we just love if You know what? If that's what it's devolved into, how you, you know, want to send us a message, how we have distinctly molded and shaped your life for the better we will accept that also mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is crazy all right this is some goss uh there's a local spot called melody wine bar mm-hmm. i tried to get a job there and i remember you know it's such a bummer because i do think i would have loved working there they weren't where they are now which is like two years ago mm-hmm. they have had just such like the pandemic was actually a renaissance for melody wine bar yeah they didn't they, like they like didn't know what they were supposed to be you know prior right and i think they had been you know they were like we we it is unsustainable for us to have our own kitchen anymore like it's just the competition or word of mouth that we exist all this stuff and we've we've mentioned before it's like this gorgeous fucking restaurant in a cute little A-frame home with one of the prettiest pati- prettiest patios on the east side of LA. Beautiful, organic, sustainable wines. And then what they started doing perfectly was every night of the week was like, listen, uh, get it while it's here. It's a pop-up with only so many servings, but being a platform for lots of really, really great food vendors and creators to come through and partner 
you know, and they'd be like, we'll serve this wine tonight that's going to go so great with these tacos tonight or, you know, little fish, which we've spoken about, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, the pandemic and the fact that it caused so many other big scale restaurants to pare down, it actually was perfect for Melody because they were like, we've already been doing this mm-hmm. and we're fucking crushing at it. Mm-hmm. So they've got, anyways, it, long story short, like I went into interview to start and they were like, we're not like, we're not doing great. We would love to give you a job, but right now it's just like the, like the owners were waiting tables and running the whole goddamn show. Um, and now I think that might still be there. Anyways, they're killing it. They've made all the best lists, you know, in LA. Finally, I'm just so happy for them. But, uh, the owner of Melody Wine Bar posted this, uh, basically nine hours ago. And long story short, someone wrote him, uh, the owner, a note on, you know, that was like, hey, I saw that conversation went down. You didn't deserve that. You deserve all the great things, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? So then the the caption, the comment under that was like, to the fool of a husband and father with baby in a stroller who demanded to sit at a large table when we were near capacity that was for four to six people, lied about knowing the owner, who is myself, then threw a tantrum telling me to fuck off and then pushed me down into a table full of customers, dot, dot, dot. Who are you? Just because you live on Hyperion, which means nothing. Have you heard anyone ever say, I live on Hyperion? Never. I work in Hyperion. What? I'm like, who lives there? Like- what the fuck? It's all businesses. Like, Anyways, with who, who says, I live on Hyperion with privilege. What privilege gives you the right to assault me in front of your wife, baby child, and a packed patio full of customers who heard your pathetic plea for preferential treatment? Over the course of four years, we unfortunately deal with clowns such as these from time to time. Let this be a reminder. Your anger and ego are not welcome here. It was my distinct pleasure to return the favor and toss your sorry ass to the street, reminding you what a poor example and embarrassment you are to a child you and your partner recently birthed. Tonight, we host one more spontaneous night with uh, their partnering with King Can LA and of course that horny 90% the other 10% can stay home because that's their whole fucking fun thing is is like their whole vibe there is like we drink good wine eat sexy food and we're horny Mm -hmm. and it's I know I know but like god damn man people I'm not saying I'm on I'm on the assaulter side he is absolutely like what I'm saying is like people are just getting crazier oh yeah it's a lot it's a whole lot. Uh, it doesn't, and I, 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 yeah, it's it's. I don't even know how to unpack it other than like fuck that shit. Period. Like no just room for to, that. Or, no no time. No time. No room. Or to be just like, wow, you clearly have never come here, and you you did the I know the owner, and you were talking to the owner. That's so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. The owner's like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you? And then after like not getting what you want pushed them and assaulted them in front of like their hard one fan base and customers who like would fucking open a vein for these guys. They love melody wine bar. So anyways, it's just like, holy shit. People have like lost their goddamn minds. Truly. Truly. Baby in a stroller in front of everybody. Like, wow, bro. Okay. I, uh, I just feel like it's just, I'm just like, yep, that's life now. But I will say part of that 10% for sure. Um, I'm top 10 in the queue, y'all. <laughs> top 10, nine, eight, <laughs> No, it's still 10. Seven, nope, still six. 10. Okay, I was going to do, I was going to do like a ball drop with you, a COVID ball drop. How does it feel to be a worthless loser? Since today's a bit of a mishmash. Yeah, we're this is our top our top headline is the topic of the day. (laughs) When I say I was Chef's kiss. Magnifique. It is like manna from heaven. I you know, we were sort of like, well, what do we want to do? You know, we don't have sort of guests locked in and booked for until like next week and beyond. Mm -hmm. And so I was struggling and then this happened. Okay. (laughs) Um, 
if you want to share the headline. Oh, sure. Uh, okay. Sure. 90 Day Fiance star retires from selling farts after heart attack scare. Yeah, guys. And it's, she didn't, you know, and, and you're going like, how does she sell farts? Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you sell a fart? Well, she had been selling farts in jars. In jars. Yeah. As a sexy thing. As Right. Right, which is something that never dawned on Andrea and I. No, uh, no, I we were never trying to sexualize never. our fart yeah. in a jar giveaway. Yeah, we just think it's <laughs> hilarious. The first sentence of this New York Post article, she ended up being hospitalized. Thankfully, she's fine, but she had a fart attack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is what they... Mm-hmm. said this is journalism mm-hmm. she was hospitalized with a fart attack mm-hmm. um she okay so her name is stephanie maddow god damn and so she's been on 90 day fiance mm-hmm. and Did they just say that she blew people away on social media yep, if you didn't I know, notice they mm-hmm. listen journalists can't resist this is <laughs> uh, this is a little too juicy hello um <laughs> let's think of all of our fart puns but um this this story is really going to gas you guys up. But <laughs> basically, she blew people away. And she's blowing me away because I heard about this. She had been making more than 50 grand a week selling her farts in a jar online. Now I feel like we really missed uh, we really missed the bus on that one, Brooke. I'm telling you, we thought we thought you wanted T-shirts. Mm hmm. And we were wrong. We were dead wrong. We were dead wrong. But you know, I'm not some sort of hot piece of a from uh, from Nine Day Fiance. So yes. we she, are considerably she, older from her, so older yeah. than her, and yeah. So she had her own YouTube, you know, channel as you do. Expedited subscription, a site called Unfiltered. Um, and then she really made waves with her olfactory business by capturing her emissions in jars and selling them because she thought it'd be hilarious publicity and a way to get pe- more people's attention, which it did. So she made $200,000 in sales originally. And then basically she recently, like we said, was rushed to the hospital with chest pains. She feared it was a heart attack. Um, and it turns out basically they were like, wait, you would on a, you're on a steady diet of beans and eggs. <laughs> and like really thick protein shakes. Like it goes on her diet would rotate based on the kind of, olfactory sort of uh, emission she wanted to capture in the jar. So like it was kind of like when, you know, the way, the way a wine curator, Mm, you know, really, mm -hmm. really tills the soil. She's like, Ooh, this is a really nice varietal that I'm whipping up that includes protein shakes, eggs, and a lot of black bean soup. I mean, I'm sure um, the bacteria in her gut was going crazy and overproducing so much gas. Literally the gas just like went up into her chest and was like putting pressure on her heart. I th- and can we, and and that is what happens. Uh, I think it's only maybe happened to me once or twice in my life where gas has very, very much scared me mm-hmm. into thinking my life was possibly ending. Mm-hmm. Um, it hurts. It gets trapped in weird pockets in your body if you can't get it out. Like, I've had gas like trapped like under ribs and in my armpit. And like it's it's a strange sensation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you've seen like several sitcoms, if not shows where it's just like, you know, someone's like, I'm having a heart attack. And they let a huge fart out. And they're like, well, I guess that's that. Um, but this self-proclaimed fartrepreneur. <laughs> Has to change her diet, basically. It is, it's too much, they're saying, you know. She cannot go on like this, Brooke, if she wants to live to 32. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) to see the beautiful age of 32, she was, you know, to make that money, baby, Mm -hmm. you know, she was doing upwards of 50 farts in jars a day, (laughs) which... Here's the She's thing. a little fart it's factory, like, you know? She, well, she is, but she knew how to feed the monster. Mm-hmm. And I have my days where I'm like, where's my jar and my audience when I need it? Because you do have the days when everything's out of control and you can't capture it and market it. But then, like, goddamn, when we when we sent someone a fart in a jar, like, nary, nary 
nary a bit of wind that wanted to pass through my body like when it was time to deliver. You couldn't perform? I couldn't do it. I couldn't perform. It was an empty jar. It was just, it was, it was symbolism and nothing more. The fact that we mailed someone a jar. Yeah. And said that there was a fart. Yeah, in maybe, it. Maybe, maybe there was a placebo fart in jar. Who knows? It's if you believe the fart is in the jar, I think that is enough. She could have been very much just mailing empty fartless jars. I mean, of course, you don't want to do that to your fans, but you know, she was advised now to change her diet and take a gas suppressant, which has effectively ended her business. I mean, we are laughing, but I I admire her work ethic because she was producing. She was producing. She was eating in a way because she's like, listen, uh, it's a fetish that people aren't out loud about. And they were 100% popping that cork out Mm -hmm. and just taking a big. Probably having a wank. Let's be honest. (laughs) That's what this is what it's about. This is what it's about. And you and I didn't want to go to the dark side. It was a fun joke. But then when you monetize it, you have to deliver and you have to now have an army of people who are like, oh, hell yeah. I just got a jar filled with butt perfume, you now, know? I, and Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie is so cute. And there's like this photo of her like split out on her bed with her computer. And I'm just like, it just must stink so bad in that room. <laughs> Right now is all I can think of. <laughs> so, but like people, but she is like beloved. She's beloved. There are so many people who are like hashtag girl boss. You inspired me to start my own business, which is amazing. Because you know what? Who's laughing all the way to the bank? Two hundred thousand dollars richer. Well, it's really interesting you know? too. Can you imagine like having trying to have like an intervention with somebody like? who's just like doing this to their body to like make the money. I just think and it says she even says that she thinks her family is relieved <laughs> yeah, about her and like her health, obviously. But yes, uh, she is retired and has decided to donate a portion of her income to the charity that supports gastric disorders. Um, you know, I'm sure people are disappointed. Um, you know, I know this is a silent but deadly choice that she had to make, but I think mm-hmm. it's the right choice for sure. Yeah. I also feel like there, uh, there's sort of a hole in the market that yeah. needs, uh, replacing and you and I have a fucking opportunity 2022. Let's fucking scoop up we, all of her disappointment where she left i mean i you know she took the air out of her business where we can put it back you know what i'm saying oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah where are you in the queue oh girl number six um oh, fuck we've kind of run out of content but yeah could- yeah uh, I, 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 we've been watching, I'm just going to say like ending this, we've been watching the golden girls a lot since Betty White passed and we were, that what, was, can I just say mm-hmm. in the new year's Eve day, mm-hmm. then we got the news that we both, te- we both saw it was like, it was basically 1147 in the afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, local Los Angeles. Oh, I was time. driving like KCRW announced it. I screamed. Yes. Car, oh, you know. us. Us too. Okay, mm-hmm. so we were in our car when when Chris Doritas, who's a great DJ, said it out loud, and Sean and I were just like, "Oh my god!" And you're just like the final insult, the final insult of 2021. But I believe it was a gift because she's like, "I shall not be a harbinger of bad 2022. I am gonna just be the fucking cake topper." Oh, I think to- she's a fucking baller. Of course, she goes out on New Year's Eve like that, and then everybody yep. toasts to her. And what a what a way to go! But and she's dominating headlines, and as as sad and as you're like, I can't take it anymore. You're also like, fuck. She she great like she fucking one upped. Oh, 2021? 20, 21, absolutely. She was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking throw it all." Down. And then yeah, I'm gonna she peace, peace. She owned it. Um, we're watching this episode where she, um, she thinks that she's like dumb and can't keep up, like Rose does with this guy that she's dating, who is a professor, and so she invites him over to dinner to like have him on her turf. And she's like, of course, she makes like a, you know, a, a dish from the old country, which is like flurkin glurkin or whatever it is. 
and they ask her what's in it. And she's like, oh, it's just like ground beef and cabbage. And then they cut to Sophia, who's like, oh, you feed me cabbage? Guess I'll be sky riding for the rest of the night. And it's like the most subtle fucking fart jab. And now Brian and I can't stop saying that like, we're, like, we're gonna, we've been sky riding all day. It's my favorite new way to talk about farting. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I mean, that's truly beautiful. I'm number so four, funny. which is what oh, happened sh- last time, guys. I got kicked out of the queue at four. But I don't know if we're going to make it because you're right, Brooke. We don't have any more content. And this nose is not going to swab itself. Actually, it is because that's how it works with this yeah. home test. I see you picking up your little swab. And um, you're about to- good timing, though. Great, great timing. Um, You know, I'll have Brian put vids on me. Oh, man, I got to put my phone in, too. because Yeah, go. I was like, just have just have him fucking have him fucking uh, record it. And uh, again, all this content we promise and never deliver on. Get ready to not see it, guys. Just the way you don't send us <laughs> server submitted stories. Um, well, Just- you guys, happy 2022. We're excited to be back at you. We're going to have some, you know, like we got, we're getting our shit together, get some fun stuff coming at you. Turn in those server submitted stories. We're, we're officially, submissions are open again. They're open again. <laughs> or tell us if you got COVID. Yeah. Tell us about your COVID debacle. Yeah. What's happening at your restaurants? Uh-huh. Have you guys been able to keep a staff? If you're not sick of talking about it, we're curious. I, we want to sure hear about curious. it. Especially because everybody is now saying that like, even in mean, obviously the way the Omicron is spread is so different. It's like the vapors like, or sorry, the, the droplets are like an aerosol can and go further. Yeah, sorry, you were confusing fart in a jar. Thank you. With, so much, sorry, you were so much fart talk. That I, I'm just curious that, you know, even they're even saying like even outdoor dining can be suspect. I'm just, it's fucking crazy out there is all I'm saying. So yeah, we hope you guys are well. We love you. Uh, and Brooke, you know what we say at the end of every episode. That's right. Godspeed. And good tips, guys. And treat yourself to a good fart. Like a real nice, lengthy, no one's around. Yeah. Just let it out. My my boyfriend stepped out the stepped out of the house real quickly today because a handyman came by and I was still in bed. And I was like, oh, he's outside the house. And I was just like rolled over and was just like, yeah, just uh, can. Uh, uh, I think we can agree 2022 is going to be a real ripper. Brooke. Yes. <laughs> Talk to you guys next week.